friends. <laughs> Welcome back to the Magic Seeker Society. We are your hosts. I'm Sarah. And I'm Christine. We're so happy to have you here. Oh, thanks for joining us. <laughs> hey, everyone. <laughs> I love it. I feel like we're in a, a food coma we right now. We are in a massive food coma. I could fall asleep right now. And I basically ate like five bulbs of garlic. <laughs> so I'm just I'm just going to be breathing garlic in your ear holes. <laughs> <laughs> don't mind I me i love it it's great delicious yeah we just had this really amazing dinner uh and we're sitting here our stomachs are all like making a whole bunch of noise so if the microphones <laughs> pick that up so sorry guys mind your business just know like we said the other day full bellies happy hearts exactly great meal and now we get to chat exactly how are you i'm great feeling good feeling good i love it I'm feeling hydrated. Oh, hello. Yeah. I feel like you had some good time to yourself this past weekend, too, which I'm sure I did. always feels a little recharging. Yes. Harold was at a bachelor party, and I had the house myself, which I realized was the first time that that's ever happened. <laughs> that is so wild. Like, I have left Harold home alone countless times, mm-hmm. but he's never left me in our five years of living together. And I was, like, all pumped, like, I'm going to have the house myself. (laughs) I'm going to do all the things. All the things. All the things. You're going to put ketchup on everything, because Harold hates ketchup. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Just all over everything in this house. Um, And you know what? It was okay. (laughs) (laughs) I know. You're being very honest, and I love it. (laughs) I was like, wow. I'm pretty bored. (laughs) <laughs> without Harold. So props to Harold for being so cool and yeah. making me want to hang out with him all the time. Yeah. What I was saying is that like the opposite could have happened where on yes. this day he was coming home. You're like, you sure you don't want to stay another day? I'm actually <laughs> really enjoying myself without you here. <laughs> exactly. I'm really happy that it was the opposite of that. Yeah. So. And you have some news to share. I do have some news to share. Yes. Holy crap. Okay. So if and it's unbelievable the timing because we literally talked about being unemployed on the last episode. Exactly. And I'm so glad that we answered that question yes. when we did and in that way. Yes. Um, I got a job. Yeah. I started this week. So wild. It happened so fast. Um, I'm still trying to get my bearings there. Uh, but I was able to pick my own schedule. Which is amazing, uh, which is something that I was really concerned about because, you know, we do the podcast and I'm trying to get more photo shoots on my books and I want to be able to have time for that. And I think one of the things that was stressing me out about finding a job was, was, well, how do I work nine to five somewhere, Monday through Friday, and then um, essentially lose my weekends completely for photo shoots? Mm -hmm. And I felt like I was asking for too much. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe you and I had talked about it, but I almost didn't want to, like, you never judge anything I say, but I was almost afraid to say it to other people. Like, okay, I'm looking for a job that pays me this, that I can kind of pick my own schedule, that I don't work every day, but I get health insurance, right. that allows me to still do the things that I want to do on the weekends. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of screaming that from the inside, but didn't feel comfortable saying it out loud because yeah. I just felt that the response to that would essentially be who the hell do you think you are to ask for all of that you know um 
and somehow it worked out. Yeah, it I did. I have absolutely no idea what's happening. You um, literally manifested that shit. Uh, TM Daisy Natives because true. you have manifest that shit everywhere, and I it's so true. Yeah, if um, you, you want to buy like a sticker or like a art print or something, that'd be awesome. That'd be great. <laughs> I got I got a coupon code. Just yep. just Daisy let Natives. me know. Plug <laughs> <laughs> that shit. Why not? But yeah, I I I didn't realize that that's exactly what I did and. Um, when the job opportunity came, I was just freaking out because yeah. I was like, how is this possible? Um, complete clear, not clarity. Um, I'm trying to say like not to hide, not to hide anything or not to keep anything back. Yeah. Now actually working there for this week, the job is a lot harder than I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was going to be just like this complete and absolute walk in the park that I didn't even have to think about. Mm-hmm. And it's proven to be a lot harder than I thought it was going to be. But in focusing on the positive, I'm still really grateful that I got to pick my own schedule, that it's at a price point that I wanted it to be, yeah. that, you know, this could really turn into a secure long-term option mm-hmm. that will allow me to do all of the things that I want to do on the side. What more could you ask Seriously? for? Seriously. Yeah. So I'm really fucking excited. You should be. I'm it's amazing. super tired right now just because I came here right after work. I bet. But also it's the first week. I feel like my body's yeah. also like, what are we doing? Yeah. Like, it's in shock. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, I'm excited. Big news. I'm so happy for you. Thank you. Yeah. It feels like a huge weight. Like, I'm sure. off my shoulders. I'm sure. Yeah. And there's so many amazing, fun things that we have coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, and things that we want to do, and I think you literally mentioned this, like yeah. in the last episode, that it, it's just like the the stress of can I make that happen was yeah. really really hard. Like um, this girl Emma that I know wanted to visit in August, and mm-hmm. I had to be like so uncomfortably honest with her and be like, I am well, and now I'm working, but I I literally just started this week. But mm-hmm. I had to be really honest and be like, I cannot commit to you coming to visit because I am unemployed. I can't guarantee that I can take you anywhere, that I right. can show you anywhere. Like I don't know what my financial situation is going to be like by then. And even if I am working, there are so many other things that are coming up that need to get taken care of right. that are a priority. And it really sucked because. First of all, she's wonderful. She just mm-hmm. flew out for my brother's wedding. And it would have been so fun to spend that time with her. But at that moment, I was like, I got to be honest, girl, and tell you, like, I can't swing this. Yeah. Um, And so it's kind of exciting now that I'm like, oh, okay. A little bit of security feels right. really, really good yeah. right now because um, there are some long-term plans that I have for myself. Like, I really want to buy my own home now that we're – now that I'm back in New Jersey and mm-hmm. want to stay here. Uh, but on top of that, there's just fun plans. Like happy hour. That's it. And grabbing dinner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then I'm like, oh, yes, that's right. I could do that again. Yep. So uh, everything's still on pause for the next two weeks until I get my paycheck. But after <laughs> that. <laughs> Watch out, everyone. Let's go. <laughs> Which I feel like Liz right now, <laughs> who is so insanely, ridiculously smart with finances, is like, no, girl, that's not what we do. <laughs> She's so quick to always be like, no, if you have money, you need to save it. Like, you can't be spending it as fast as it's coming in. And I'm like, but you could. <laughs> and I want to. Exactly. <laughs> but the yeah. coffee is delicious and that top is really cute. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, we are the same when it comes to that. Yeah, we really are. Uh, and the, what's really bad, too, is we're really encouraging of the other, two. Oh, my God. 
where it's like, I'm like, oh, girl, on your body, that's amazing. You need it. We literally are. <laughs> yep. Um, oh, God, I'm blanking on their characters from Parks and Rec. Treat yourself. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh. That's literally us. I know Retta is... I know their real names, but yes, that is definitely yeah. us. Except they do it one day a year on the show. Oh, and no. we are like, girl, on a random Tuesday, treat yourself. Well, I treated myself <laughs> yesterday and you woke up today. You deserve to treat yourself again. <laughs> it's like what we were saying, like, I think it was last oh, week gosh. where it was like, we're so quick to go. Uh, you deserve it. Your body needed a nap. It needed oh, that God. nap. Like, you earned it. It's fine. There is a fine line between self-care and, girl, you need to, you need to stop. <laughs> We absolutely tiptoe it. And we tiptoe it for each other, too, which is so bad. <laughs> so bad. Oh, my God. Uh, but you know yeah. what? It is what it is. Exactly. Life is short. Buy the fucking top. Buy it. Horrendous financial <laughs> advice. I can literally feel Liz rolling her eyes. I know she's listening, and so I'm like, no. <laughs> but also buy the top. <laughs> Get the whipped cream on your ice cream sundae. <laughs> yes. Oh, man. Yeah. <sighs> Anyways. So, yeah. What a great week for you. Thank you. Wow. Thank you very I'm much. So proud of you. I'm very excited. Yeah. Yeah. So, I feel like my answer <laughs> to the how's your heart feeling right now is <clears throat> good and overwhelmed. Yeah. Yeah. Like, good in the sense that. There's a significant amount of stress that was on my shoulders before that isn't there now. Overwhelmed just because I really, really, really want to do well at this job. Mm -hmm. Um, And I have to remind myself that it's day three Mm -hmm. and I'm not expected to be a pro. Exactly. It's really hard to remember. For as long as I've known you, you, every job that you've had... You always put that automatic pressure on yourself, like, yeah, day one, why don't I know this? <laughs> yeah, I need to chill with that. Yeah. We were saying that That's earlier. so unnecessary. Yeah. My, one of my coworkers from my last job, he brought it up where I didn't even, I genuinely didn't realize that I was doing that mm-hmm. or that I have done it so often until it was like the first week at that job. And I was just being so, so, so hard on myself. Mm-hmm. And he called me out on it and was like, what are you, what are you doing? Like, this is insane. You're still training. You mm-hmm. don't, not only are you not expected to know this yet, but like no one saw you. So how could you possibly know? <laughs> and it's crazy because the last, uh, the first day I was there was pretty easy, but definitely yesterday and today, uh, which I just did like extra training last night and stuff. Every moment I would start to like beat myself up. I would hear his voice in my mm-hmm. head being like, what is you doing right now? You need to <laughs> chill out, um, which is really helpful. And it's wild how you don't realize something that someone says to you ends up having a lasting impact from like what could possibly be just like a throwaway conversation and then it comes up later on so absolutely uh super grateful for that that i've been able to like pull that memory out and like think about that this week because it's definitely helped me in my stressful moments but good yeah heart's feeling good a little overwhelmed but good good yeah how about you how's your heart feeling my heart's feeling good um yeah like I've been obviously <laughs> you guys know um that I've been stressed with like daisy natives but um I feel like this week I'm like slowly getting back into the thing mm. it back into the swing of things and uh, I watched this video this reel on Instagram today 
And I was like, signs, you have high-functioning depression. And I was like, Mm -hmm. check, 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 check. Like, we knew this, but it it doesn't click until, like, it's all, like, mapped out in front of you. That's so true. Um, So I was like, you know what? Again, I need to give myself some grace. Yeah. And just, like, take it easy on myself because... Because yeah. I'm a human. Yes. I'm not a machine. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. High-functioning depression is something that I don't think we talk about often enough in yeah. our society. First of all, I don't think depression is something we talk about often yeah. enough. Um, <clears throat> but I definitely think high-functioning high functioning depression is not something that's yeah. talked about enough because so many people suffer from it. Yeah. And don't fucking realize it. Yeah. They just think that they're, like, tired or, mm-hmm. like overworked or i don't know stressed out yeah but it no it's literally high functioning depression yeah like you're literally depressed and you're forcing yourself to feel not depressed Mm -hmm. which is causing more depression yeah absolutely olive olive's trying to jump on my lap (laughs) uh just our weekly love affair um i completely agree i almost wish that um and there's there's so many things that I wish were taught when we're younger, mm-hmm. but I I wish one of the things that we were taught is the signs for different <clears throat> conditions that you could possibly be suffering from. Oh yeah. Um, because even with anxiety, so many people don't realize that they have anxiety. Yeah. That that's what it is that they that they've been living with. Yeah. Um, that there's ways to help it. That you know, just things like that with depression. You know. Yeah. Um. It's absolutely just, like, our overall conversation around mental health in general. Yeah. But I really wish that at a younger age we would have, like, the wording for it. So that way when we started to go through it, whether we were already going through it at a young age or or that developed as we got older, Mm -hmm. we would at least be able to point and go, that's it. Yeah. That's what I'm struggling with. That's what I'm dealing with. And it's not until a random reel on Instagram finds you where you're like, oh, I feel seen. yeah Yeah. that's exactly what i'm dealing with right now yeah yeah it's really wild gosh the internet has taught me more than school has ever (laughs) taught me (laughs) it is so true which is a beautiful segue into our conversation today wow i did not plan to do that gorgeous here we are just like your face (laughs) anyway I love it. I'm flipping my hair in case <laughs> you don't have auto. <sighs> <laughs> in case you couldn't just automatically like assign that sound to someone flipping their hair. <laughs> that's what Sarah was doing. She was essentially going, oh, yeah, that's right. I am gorgeous. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. So our topic for today, there's quite a bit under it. Girl, take out your notebook. I know, I took notes. I, I'm, I'm going to open my two bookmark <laughs> pages on my internet. I love this topic, and I feel like we've talked about it so much yeah. that I wanted to make sure I wrote enough down. But we are essentially going to be talking about personality tests mm-hmm. and a whole bunch of different kinds. We have uh, the Enneagram test, the Myers-Briggs test, uh, the Love Languages test, and then we're going to throw in a little bit of astrology as well. Shit. I know. I know. I love it. I am excited. Right? Me I too. love this stuff. Yeah. 
I feel <gasps> like every time we get our answers, we always say this. Every time we get our answers, we're like, oh, yeah, that's me. How did they know? Yeah. But then I was like, we're the ones who answered the questions. <laughs> but still. <laughs> How do they know? <laughs> How do they know me? Oh, because I told them. <laughs> But you feel really seen, probably like how you felt with that Instagram reel where you're like, oh, crap, that is me. Yeah. Which on the flip side, like reading some of the weaknesses, I refreshed my memory with a lot of this (laughs) stuff yesterday. I was like, I had all this training to do for my job. And then after that, I was like, oh, crap, we're doing the podcast tomorrow. Like, I got to refresh myself and like remember, because it's been a while since we talked about this. Yeah. and when I was reading it and reading through the positives for a lot of these things, I was like, oh, yeah, that's totally me. And then I was reading the weaknesses. And I was like, oh, shit, that's me. <laughs> like, yeah, you know me. I never read those weaknesses. <laughs> oh, yeah. I definitely like mm. that hurts me a little bit. It's it's painful. Yeah. Because then you're literally reading it in print. <laughs> the shit that is a weakness. You're yep. like, oh, cool. Great. Yep. So glad you guys figured that out. <laughs> I was trying to hide it a little bit, but I guess not. <laughs> um, yeah, let's start with the Enneagram. Okay. Uh, so I did write a little bit of a bio just in case anybody doesn't know what the Enneagram test is. You can take it online. It's super easy to find it. But they describe it as a basic personality test with nine different categories, numbered one through nine. It says everyone emerges from their childhood with one of these nine types dominating their personality. And then they added just in case anybody's going to take the test but doesn't have a chance to read through, Mm -hmm. um, they added that people do not change from one basic personality type to another. The descriptions of the personality types are universal and apply equally to anybody um, since no type is inherently masculine or feminine. Not everything in the description of your basic type will apply to you all of the time because as humans we are continuously in flux. Um, Let's see. The numerical ranking of the types is not significant, meaning like a nine isn't necessarily better than a one, which mm-hmm. I love. Mm-hmm. And then no type is inherently better or worse than any other. Pretty much what I just said. Um, but yeah, it's like a quick quiz that you can take online and then mm-hmm. you get assigned your answer. And again, you read it and you're like, holy shit, that's me. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like um, back when we took it, like I would say like maybe two years ago yeah. when we first took it. Um I made Harold take it too, and the first thing I thought of was like, oh my gosh, I feel like I know how to like love you better. Yeah, that's exactly what you said. Yeah. Yeah. Because it breaks down everything. It Yeah. You can yeah. take the lead on this, but. Yeah. Well, you, you definitely said that, and then on top of that, um, you said... Like, you sent it to me, you sent it to Nico, you sent it to Jess, and was like, I want to know everyone's answers. Yeah. Because it, it, yeah, maybe it does break down someone in a way that you hadn't even realized before. Yeah. Um, and it makes it a little bit easier. So, Sarah and I, um, I'm a two and you're a four. I have to, wow. like, tattoo this to something <laughs> because it is embarrassing the amount of times. <laughs> Wait, guys, let's be completely transparent. That's the word I was trying to think of before. Yes. Um, I have, Sarah is a four and I am a two. I'm like trying to remember this myself. (laughs) I have said Sarah so many things for fours and being like, oh my God, totally me. And she's like, bitch, I'm the four. You're the two. (laughs) So much so that when I started taking these notes, I was like, Enneagram four. (laughs) And I was like, wait a minute. I think that's wrong. And I retook the test. (laughs) Maybe 
So when you retook the test, did it give you... Because there's also wings. Yeah, that I don't know enough about. I don't know enough about that either, but maybe you have a a four wing. That could be true because there are some times where... Um, so we always joke <coughs> that when we look up horoscopes, we always look up each other's. And oh my so gosh, the yeah. same thing happens with the Enneagram. So when it's something comes up as an Enneagram, I'm always like, oh, let me read the two and let me read the four. And there are always times where there's things in the four that I completely relate to. So yeah. probably. Yeah, yeah. I don't really know how the wings work. Yeah. Uh, maybe that'll be another episode. I don't know, guys. Um, so, okay. I'm the Enneagram two, which is technically the helper. Mm-hmm. And, like, the most thing that it's uh, known for is the caring, interpersonal type, generous, demonstrative, people-pleasing, and then they added possessive down at the end. I was like, damn, we were going so good. Wow. <laughs> I know. Uh, but it says, like, twos are empathetic, sincere, warm-hearted, friendly, generous, uh, well-meaning, driven to be close to others, but can slip into doing things for others in order to be needed. When I read that, I was like... Oh, mm. I should write that in my journal to talk to a therapist about because <laughs> you write. Like, sometimes I don't realize it, but I'm like, oh, am I doing this because I actually want to be doing it or because I like being needed? And Whoa. when the Enneagram puts it out in black and white like that, I'm like, wow, you really going to call me out on my shit? I was just trying to read what a helper is. <laughs> How can something labeled as the helper, like, get thrown under the bus like that? Damn. <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So, it's like... Amazing. But then they were saying, like, an Enneagram 2 can also be labeled as the host or the hostess, which I was like, that fits. For real. (laughs) What are you getting over here? No more. Squirt your butt. I say we keep that in. <laughs> I'll squirt your butt. <laughs> squirt your butt. Okay. Do you have what you were gonna? Oh yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. So they're known as the host of the hostess, and I'm like, oh well, that totally applies as well. Yeah. Um. Oh my God, that's so you. Yeah. But then they said, at worst, full <sighs> well, transparency. I <laughs> manipulative, self-serving domineering and coercive and then in parentheses i wrote cool 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 (laughs) Cool, cool, cool. (laughs) i was like damn enneagram you're just gonna drag me like that that's gonna be the title of this uh episode (laughs) enneagram personality uh types and tests cool 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 (laughs) yeah and then you're so you are the four (laughs) i am the four Mm -hmm. wait i'm gonna log into my because i bookmarked it like on my phone Mm -hmm. And it's not coming up. Let me. Well, I can definitely, while you look that up, list the famous twos and fours. Yes. 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 Okay. So I'm the two, which is a helper. And famous twos are, this is a very good company. We both are in very good company. Dolly Parton. Yes. Mother Teresa. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, you try to tell me that Mother Teresa at her worst was also manipulative, (laughs) self-serving, domineering. (laughs) Okay. Um, Celine Dion. (gasps) <gasps> Which you know is my queen. Yes. It's all coming back. It's all, all coming back to me now. now. I'm really sorry for everybody who's listening, Sarah. Well, for the rest of our lives, tell me I'm a really bad singer, and I know I am. It's fine. Um, that was actually pretty good, though. Oh, thank you. I mean, I was a little uneasy, so maybe that helps. 
Oh, maybe, yeah. Mm, yeah. Uh, another famous two, Maya Angelou, which, you know. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I love her so much. Um, Jennifer Garner. But some famous fours. You are in some very good company. Oh, I'm ready. Frida Kahlo. Oh, hell yeah. Billie Eilish. Jackie mm. Kennedy Onassis. Joni Mitchell. Bob Dylan. Prince. And Rihanna. Obviously, the list can keep going on, but those are like the first that ones I saw. That all makes a lot of sense. Yeah, absolutely. You are as sexy as Rihanna, so. Thank you. That's the main part. Like, done. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I don't know if you did the same Enneagram test as me. Oh, I wonder. Did it look like this? I think so. Yeah, I think it did yeah. look like that. Um, yeah, so I am a four. Mm-hmm. I am the individualist. Which, just off of that title. I'm like, yup. Yeah, tell me more. <laughs> um, so, like, the main, like, um, things are creative, quirky, self-aware, passionate, and offbeat. Um, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. I would definitely describe you as all of those things. Yeah. Um, it says... Oh, mine gives me heart types. Oh, interesting. And <clears throat> my core emotion oh. is sadness. <laughs> <laughs> that is not funny, but as you no, literally just talked about, I'm depression. My core emotion <laughs> is sadness. I have high-functioning <laughs> depression. <laughs> Oh my god, it's been a really long time since I've seen Inside Out, but now I'm just picturing your inner monologue being the blue girl who's just like, No, that's so sad. I know. Now I'm going to have my inner monologue just be Phyllis. Oh, is that her name? The okay. voice of Phyllis. Um, I'm going to look up what I've got. Okay. In a nutshell, let's, let's read this. <clears throat> In a nutshell, my strengths are... Deep emotional awareness. Ooh. Brings a sense of romance and drama to the everyday. I would absolutely agree with that. Attuned to creativity and the arts, Mm. of course. Nonconformist. Supports individual expression. Yes. Um, Idealistic and aspirational. I love when you say aspirational. Aspirational. (laughs) By this ass. (laughs) Challenges can be self-absorbed. Mm-hmm. True. <laughs> <laughs> <I can't say. laughs> um, bored by the mundane. Oh yeah. Yes. Okay, we were playing. We're not really strangers. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, like with me, you, and Harold that mm-hmm. one night, and one of the questions was like, what. What what was it? It was like, <clears throat> what do you hate? Or like, what's a mm. something? And my first thought, which I said, was small talk. I yeah. hate small talk because it, it is mundane mm-hmm. and it's boring. Like, if I'm going to talk to you, I want to know every emotion that you've ever had in your whole entire life i don't want to talk about the weather okay yeah so that makes sense um feels distant from other people true can be unproductive and ineffective 
when wrapped up in emotion. Oh. That is my high-functioning depression (laughs) in a nutshell. Um, And has trouble feeling gratitude and appreciation for the present moment. Oh. Oh, that's a good one, too. Yeah. Because I feel like I'm always either nostalgic. Oh. And I... And I feel like I've seen that word, mm-hmm. nostalgia, um, like, coerce. Is that the right word? No. Where you're, like, forcing nostalgic thoughts? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just, like, um, aligned with, like, Enneagram number four. Mm-hmm. Where you're, like, so nostalgic for, like, happier times. Mm. That's hard. Right? Like, that's exhausting. Yeah. What the hell? Yeah. Why do I do that to myself? But also, the like, what's the alternative? Like, never thinking about happy things from the past? So it's this weird line to try to yeah. walk of, like, yeah. I want to be able to, uh, like, remember and be happy about my past. But also, yeah. do I spend too much time thinking about that? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then it says my core weakness is envy, which Ooh. I agree with. Believing others have something that you don't. Fours are driven by a sense that what is good and desirable is external to them and that they are somehow deficient. Envy arises from the four's belief that other people have attained some happiness or satisfaction that in that is inaccessible to the four. Wow. That's so sad. But, like, sometimes how I feel. Yeah. I think that that's what's also really hard is kind of like we were saying earlier, sometimes just finding the words for what you're feeling or what you're struggling with yeah, is so important. And in that moment, you're like, oh, maybe I wouldn't have worded it like that or I wouldn't have known to yeah. put that on a list for myself. But yeah. damn, you're absolutely right, Enneagram. Yeah. Like, I do struggle with that sometimes. Yeah. And then core belief would just be I am different and misunderstood. That's what it says. That's mm-hmm. not what I said, but... That is what I said. Oh. Because I'm a four. <laughs> and that's my core belief. Yeah. Allegedly. Oh, wow. It gives me everything. Oh, yeah. Core you can everything. Like, oh. Yeah, we definitely took different tests. Now I want to oh, look up the answers for yours, too. <laughs> um, wait. Talk to me about more twos. More. Oh. Um, I feel like what else do I have? Uh, you got a lot of notes in there, girl. I know. I don't have that many for Enneagram. Okay, I have okay. more about the actual Enneagram test. But, okay. uh, ba- oh, basic fear um, is <laughs> being unwanted un- and being unworthy or unworthy of being loved. <gasps> and I was like, oh, you're going to, you really going to cut deep with that one. That is abs- like, yeah, literally talking to a therapist. I'm like, mm here we go. Because yep. uh, that's... Yeah, I feel that's like really we, we've had that discussion. Absolutely. Yeah. Which goes into, as well, like, the people-pleasing and feeling needed. Because if you feel needed, then you feel wanted. Yeah. And you feel um, like you have a place. Right. You know? But unfortunately, that then gets wrapped up in, I only have a place. If I'm being needed and if I'm being helpful. Yes. And if I can be whatever someone needs me to be. Exactly. Um, So it's a slippery slope for sure. Yeah. And then it says a basic desire to feel loved. 
And I was like, that's true. Cool, cool, cool. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Cool, cool, cool. Um, What was really interesting, just because it also felt uh, very personal, Mm -hmm. was there was a section for addictions for twos. Yeah, and it was, this is so scary, on point. But it said, abusing food and over-the-counter medications, binging especially on sweets and carbohydrates, overeating from feeling and and from feelings of being love starved. Whoa. And I mean, that's a conversation that we can address when we talk about body image issues, but um, that's absolutely like food is something that has been an ongoing issue within my life, you yeah. know? And while I feel in a really good and healthy place right now, it is still a daily issue and struggle. Yeah, sure. I remember my mom, I talk, I've talked about it a lot with my mom since I moved back. And I remember her recently just being like, wow, like you have to think about, you think about that every day. I'm like, yep, it's a part of my everyday life. Yeah. Um, and so while I've never struggled with addiction to over-the-counter medications, having them just full on address binge eating, mm-hmm. um, was a little shocking to read it and just like bold print be yeah. like oh crap like that could be part of my like how 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 do they figure out these answers right you know, to get so oddly specific yeah that when i read that i was like god damn i mean on the one hand i'm not the only one which no, is of course not no it, it's one of those things where you're like oh, you know that but it's so easy to forget oh yeah and when you think you're the only one who struggled with something a lot of the times there's a lot of shame wrapped up in that mm-hmm. especially when it comes to food right um that to read it in print on the one hand it's like oh wow you're really calling me out of my shit but on the other hand i'm like oh i'm not the only one yeah like it's enough of a of an issue for so many people that it's in print right um but yeah i mean for the most part there's a lot of like really nice things like i'm attached to sentiment like i'm very sentimental um i love people pleasing and i'm very flattering with other people i guess like just giving them compliments and stuff like that mm-hmm. uh warm-hearted sincere so yeah there's a lot of there was a lot of really really nice things said about it too yeah it's just that the negative things i was like god damn <laughs> you're really gonna come after me like that okay you said so many nice things though <laughs> what the hell <laughs> um but it's fun i i love the enneagram and Same. there's so many cool we send each other this stuff all the time but there's so many cool instagram accounts that yeah. break it down even more explain it better. oh my god yeah we'll say like all twos love this and then you read it and you're like yup yeah or you know whatever the case is like a two a fours ideal night in or whatever the case is yeah um so it's always fun to find those accounts and then read up a little bit more on it and it's usually really on point just like astrology Ooh, let's dive into that Ooh, okay okay what did i write down in my quick little astrology notes yes uh astrology for anyone who doesn't know is a pseudoscience that claims to divine information about human affairs by studying the movements and relative positions of celestial objects I love it. Right? Me too. I want to get more into astrology because... You should call Jill. I should call Jill Mm -hmm. because she knows everything about astrology. She is so, so knowledgeable about astrology. And um, when she gets started, 
you cannot help but get swept up in it. I know. Like, it's magical. Oh, my God. She talks about it with such a passion, and she knows it so well yeah. that you're like, yes, please, explain to me why I am the way that I am. Explain to me about my past lives yeah. and my future self and my sun and my moon placement and, yeah. <laughs> like, how Mercury's in retrograde and how that's fucking with my shit right now. Like, yeah. there will be times where I will talk to her, and I'll say something, and she's like, well, honey, that's because this planet isn't this right now. And it's just like <laughs> fucking your shit up. And I'm like, and I feel so, um, I, I'm trying to think of the word, but like, I always feel so much better after she says something like that, mm-hmm. because I know there's a lot of people who just instantly dismiss astrology mm-hmm. and that's fine. Do you? But if someone's giving me something to hold on to a little bit of hope with, oh my God, I'll take it. Like, if I'm stressed out and I can't exactly figure out why, and she tells me it's because a planet is in some sort of something or other, yes. I'm like, I'll take it. Thank why, you. <laughs> why do you think I live in a... Why do you think I think... What? I'm <laughs> <laughs> watching you work through that. <laughs> why do you think I think that we live in a simulation? Because yes. it makes me feel good about everything. Exactly. Like, like a little man is just like controlling my my arm movements right mm-hmm. now and that makes me feel better exactly <laughs> i have and no control people it's love all... to shit on that i know and i'm like just let people live in peace whatever yeah. if i want to believe that all of my stuff is happening right now in a positive way because chris corsini saw it <laughs> i'm gonna talk about him every episode because chris corsini saw it in the tarot cards at the beginning of june fucking let me believe it who the hell cares? How does Who? that impact your impact impact your life in any way? So true. It doesn't. Mind your business. That <laughs> <laughs> I get really heated about this because someone like Jill, who has so many beliefs in all of this, yeah, or I'm sorry, such a strong belief in all of this, gets a lot of shit for it. Yeah, and that's not fair. It makes her happy. It makes the people around her happy. Let us believe whatever we want. Exactly. So, and that works for. Everything in society. Done. Boom, drop the mic. Can't drop this mic because it's Harold's mic. <laughs> but boom, drop the mic. <laughs> Let people do whatever the fuck that they want. Exactly. To get them through this shithole we call life. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Believing my shit's hitting the fan because a planet is in a specific space. <laughs> I know. I feel bad. Jill's probably rolling her eyes like, you are not doing any of this justice. But, like, if that is what's helping me... Like, I'm not hurting anybody by thinking, like, oh, I reacted to that because I'm a Libra. Duh. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So, I am a Libra. Anyway. You are a beautiful Leo. I am a Leo. Through and through. Yeah. Well, like I said in a few episodes ago, I'm like a... What did I say? Zesty shy. Yes. Because I feel like Leos are always, like spotlight Mm -hmm. look at me but i'm like look at me look away (laughs) (laughs) yes you are you're like look at me not anymore oh look at me now but not anymore (laughs) which if i if i knew more of this i man we should have had jill as part of this conversation because she could instantly be like well let me pull up your natal chart and I'll tell you, it's because <sighs> your moon is this, and your sun is this, yes. and you're rising, and you're ascending, and I always get it all just so wrong, and there's times where I'll call her, I'm like, what am I again? Kind of like you with the Enneagram. <laughs> I'm like, what am I again? I always fucking forget. Um, 
But that would make sense because maybe you are a Leo, but maybe you have other signs in your chart. I do. I know that Wait. statement is right. I don't know how it applies, but I know that statement is right. Wait, do you still have CoStar? Oh, yeah. That tells you what you're rising. Oh, that's right. Okay. Okay. I'm oh, shoot. It okay. Really, really quickly. Um, We're going to do it. Um, for anybody who's into any of this stuff, I really hope that you do have CoStar. They explain things. So much more beautifully than we can explain. I love CoStar, and I sometimes they'll send me like notifications through the app, and Mm -hmm. I'm like, wow, wow. Oh yeah, it's it's a little brutal sometimes. It is. Yeah, I also follow them on Instagram, and they really attack us on the (laughs) (laughs) daily. Shout out to CoStar, but sometimes you really fucking come for us. Okay, I am a Leo Sun. An Aries moon and a Capricorn rising. Oh. So apparently now when you look up horoscopes though, you should also look up Aries and Capricorn. Oh wait. Yes. Yes I should. So that way you can really um kind of piece together a whole picture. Oh. I'm gonna go back to Chris Corsini. Because, <laughs> okay, let me explain. <laughs> So he has Libra in his chart. So sometimes when he's giving advice to Libras or reading their um, mm-hmm. cards, um, he'll get like, you need to cut the shit. Or he'll be like, you need to stop doing this, Libra. And I'm not just talking to you. I'm talking to me, too, because I got Libra <laughs> in my chart. <laughs> it's like he's not a Libra, but it's in his chart. So he's like, I'm talking to myself. I know it's really hard. <laughs> Wait, that makes me excited for like looking at all of these like astrology Instagrams, too. Oh, yeah. I'm going to be like, you know what? That makes so much sense. I'm going to... My my moon is in Aries. Yep. I I think that you definitely should because it, it definitely makes things a lot easier. So my moon is in Scorpio. Oh, that makes sense for you. That does make sense. Also, and... Jill, if you're listening and I'm wrong, I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, but Harold is a Scorpio. He is. He's, him and Taylor are the only Scorpios I believe are in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and while we're very different, I do feel very connected to both of them. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, I could, I could see that. That makes so much sense. Um, and my, uh, I, I got a whole bunch of Scorpio up in here, apparently, Ooh. and some Virgo, I, which I. Uh, I hope I don't get this wrong, but I think that Virgos can be very type A mm-hmm. and like like things organized in a very specific manner. And that's definitely me. So, um, wait, what's Nico? A Virgo. And yeah. So is my dad, which is hilarious because my dad and I have always butted heads, which we talked about in the past uh, on this podcast because he wants things done his way. And I'm like, no, I want it done my way. Mm-hmm. And it's that same personality. And yeah. Nico's the same exact way. We're we're very like specific with how we want things done. Wow. And that's it. That's some that's some huge Virgo energy. Um, but for the most part, as a Libra, oh, I wrote some descriptions. Oh yes, please. Um, and I I have Leo descriptions too. If you want. Okay. To. Okay. Uh, as a Libra, air sign, charming, beautiful, and well balanced. Hello. Hello. <laughs> I will take it. <laughs> Uh, thrive on making things orderly and aesthetically pleasing. Crave balance and can be self-indulgent and generous. Positive attributes are diplomatic, fair, idealistic, social, and clever. Negative ones, indecisive. That's the number one thing that's attached to Libras. That's the one thing I don't think I am. I don't think you are either. Yeah. 
um, non-confrontational, definitely that, mm-hmm. mm, with people out of my inner circle. Yeah, I got that. I feel like my mother would be like, you're always telling me shit. That you <laughs> <laughs> like, you always talking to me. Everyone around me is like, you're always giving me your opinion. Um, self-pitying. Yeah. Uh, unreliable <laughs> and vain. Um, and some famous examples are Serena Williams and Will Smith. Wow. Which I will uh, totally take that. Oh, at the top, I forgot I wrote, Libra hates to be alone. <laughs> Except mm. when they're writing. This is literally what it said, and I started laughing because it's so true. Le- well, I, I do actually enjoy being alone, but it says Libra hates to be alone, except when they're writing a list, which is frequent and an intense activity for them. <laughs> so it's like, wow. as I'm literally writing lists for this podcast <laughs> episode, and I'm like, Penelope, leave mom alone, which is my cat, in case anybody doesn't know. Um, but yeah. So, oh, and Libras are from September 23rd to October 22nd, for anybody Ooh. who might not know that. And you can try to figure out uh, who's a Libra in your life. I'm going to look up your Leo. Okay. I sent myself an email that says Sarah's stuff. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's like you're all your things. Okay. So let's see. Tell we me. Got... Tell me Chris Corsini. Funny that you say that, but oh. Jill always goes, if you were a gay man, you'd be Chris Corsini. And that is the highest of compliments. That really is. Because he is such a beautiful soul. He really is. But also a beautiful man. He is. With a gorgeous butt. Um, he posted a picture a while ago he was like pantsless and I was like god damn hello you sexy the amount of times this episode that you've been like god damn (laughs) I'm feeling much more comfortable in front of the microphone good (laughs) so I'm like "Mm, guys this is me Um, okay so Leo birthday Uh, I'm sorry birthday range is July 23rd to August 22nd okay July Leo's And August Leos are very different. Uh, apparently, that's a lot of signs. Yeah. That from one month to the other, Wait, it's totally different. Okay. Back to Libra. Mm-hmm. When is your birthday? October 6th. Okay. Yes. Um, so there is a very big difference, apparently, between September Libras and October Libras. Yeah. And I've heard many people who have asked, like, what sign are you? And I say a Libra. And they go, mm, September, October. I'm like, October. And they go, oh, okay, great. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> like, what does that mean? Interesting. Um, but apparently, like, same thing with Virgos. Like, either you're an August Virgo or a September Virgo. And people yeah. are like, August Virgos are difficult, but September ones are cool. I guess same thing with Leo. Yeah. August ones are obviously amazing. July ones obviously. maybe not so much. Because you're August 16th. Yes, I am. Um, okay. Coming up. I know. Can't wait. Um, let's see. Apparently, Leo is the fifth sign of the Zodiac. And it's ruled by the sun. And there are definitely some traits. Hold on. I want to. Okay. Top four Leo strengths. Generosity and big heartedness. Mm. That's so true. Self-confidence. Mm. Mm-hmm. Especially when your hair is washed. I did wash my hair for you today. I know. It's beautiful. Every time I see you lately, I'm like, did you? You were like 20 feet away. I was like, did you wash your hair today? (laughs) That's the first thing you said. (laughs) Um, Determination. Yes. Yeah, that's a very big strength. Yeah. Uh, Oh, a little blurb about that. It says, Leos are known for setting their sights on huge goals and then achieving them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love that. Oh, before that, for self-confidence, it says they're powerful and commanding and they aren't afraid to show it. 
Sorry, I wasn't giving a little bit more. Uh, Leos tend to be extremely generous with their time, attention, affection, and money. Hmm. I would absolutely describe you as that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then your fourth strength is natural leadership. Mm-hmm. Self-confidence, determination, and big-heartedness are traits that p- most people admire and desire, so it's no surprise that Leos are often well-suited to lead others. Are you ready for your weaknesses? I'm ready. Asadi. I know. I know. Okay. Weakness number one. I love this word, but I'm always afraid I'm going to say it wrong. Naivete. This is like you're naive. Naivete. (laughs) That's literally how it's worded. And I love it (laughs) because there's so many little accents in it. Uh, Undeserving recipients of a Leo's kindness might see Leo's as easy targets to take advantage of. Oh, that's true. Yeah. You've got such a big, beautiful, kind heart. Um, Weakness number two, arrogance. Huh? Arrogant yeah. Leos tend to make everything about them, and they can become dismissive of, of people who don't share the same goals and determination they do. Oh, that's true. Whenever it comes to Taylor Swift, I'm like, you don't like Taylor Swift? Get You're out wrong. of my life. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. I don't need that kind of energy in my life. <laughs> oh, With other things too, but mainly Taylor Swift. <laughs> okay, weakness number three: stubbornness. Yeah. In these situations, Leo's willf- willfulness can look like stubbornness to others. Uh, number four is inability to accept criticism. <laughs> As I started saying it, I was like, oh. <laughs> That's, yeah, that's probably my worst trait. Yeah. Every that's time hard. someone gives me constructive criticism, I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> like debilitating <laughs> criticism. And you're like, oh, no, I can't get out of bed. I get it. I'm exactly. The same way. Yeah. yeah. It's so hard. Well, it. Yeah, there's a whole two paragraphs on that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, apparently you're absolutely wonderful. Leos and platonic relationships. In other words, everybody wants to be friends with Leos. <laughs> After like a whole ass paragraph. Yeah. Leos are in search of a good time and they delight in bringing the fun and excitement to the people they care about. I love that. That's true. Very true. Leos will be upfront about what they want and need in their friendships, and they won't apologize for putting it all out there. True. Yeah. You will not tolerate negative vibes. As I said that, I did not word that right. Because you're always there for anyone who's struggling with something. Mm-hmm. Um, but if all you're ever going to bring is negative energy to every single situation, yes. you're like, no. Not in my house. I I'm never like good vibes only. Yes. Like that's never me at all. Mm-hmm. Because I pff, I'm a Enneagram four. <laughs> I'm always in my feels. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, like bat oh yeah. I hate the word vibes. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I'm with you. Um yeah, I go with negative energy. If you're yeah. just, like, always negative, like, complaining, that drains me. Yeah. Like, I think. You're as very a Leo. sensitive to that. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Um, I want to find Olive. some Ma'am. famous Leos. I'm going to look that up really quick. I can tell you. Ooh, okay. Uh, I have the same birthday as Madonna. Oh, shit. Okay. Um, let me see. Don't tell me. Um... <laughs> They're a list of like 25. Oh my God, there's so many good people on this list. Oh, okay, tell me. Good company. Jennifer Lopez, my fucking queen. Let's yep. be real. Jennifer Lawrence, Whitney Houston, Daniel Radcliffe, Barack Obama. Oh, yes. Halle Berry. Yep. Beautiful. Sandra Bullock. Beautiful. Yep. Sean Mendez. 
Oh, Sean. Oh, my little cutie. My little cutie, like I know him. <laughs> <laughs> I just actually listened to a podcast he was on, and I like fell so. I was already in love with him, fell so much more in love with him. Oh. It was all about like vulnerability, him accepting his white privilege. Like it was, it really dived in, and I loved it. Oh. Uh, Cara Delevingne, Charlize Theron, which is hilarious because that's your husband's celebrity crush. Mm-hmm. Um, Jason Momoa. Actually, not anymore. He told me Dua Lipa is his uh, celebrity crush. Wow. But honestly. Me too. Yeah. I, I, sorry, Harold. I would leave you for Dua Lipa, too. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, the two of you just go together. Yeah. You're like, we don't have to leave each other. We're just going just gonna to take us both in. It's fine. Um, yeah, you're definitely in some good company. Yeah. I love that. I, yep. I do love being a Leo. It's fun. It's fun. Yeah. But hey, also- I feel like you bring that up frequently. We're like, mm, oh, I'm a Leo. Like, that, it explains it. Oh, with yeah. A lot of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Which is cool. Um, our next one. Yes. We're not done. We're not done. We're not done, people. Two more that we want to touch base on. Wait, um, two more? Yeah. The love languages. Oh, shit, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so the Myers-Briggs test, which I feel like yes. a lot of people know about. Uh, there's a lot of companies that force their employees to take the Myers-Briggs test because, like these other tests, it just helps you understand people better and figure out your strengths and your weaknesses mm-hmm. in a wording that's really easy for people to understand. Although, I'm going to bring this down. Okay. Um, there's a documentary that was on Netflix mm-hmm. that uh, is all about, like, workplaces having their people do, having their employees do Myers-Briggs tests mm-hmm. and then using that as, like, discrimination. <gasps> Isn't oh, that awful? I don't like that. So... I would say just do this for fun. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And oh, yeah, if you're going to have negative intent with it. That's no. fucked up. No, I don't like that. Yeah, yeah that's fucked up. Okay, anyways. I'm going to watch that documentary, though. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so a quick little uh, intro to the Myers-Briggs test in case anybody doesn't know. Uh, what I wrote down from Your notes. Google. Oh. Um, yeah, my notes. <laughs> is Myers-Briggs is an introspective self-report questionnaire indicating differing psychological preferences in how people perceive the world and make decisions. The test attempts to assign four categories, them being introversion versus extroversion, Mm -hmm. so an introvert versus an extrovert, Mm -hmm. sensing versus intuition, thinking versus feeling, and then judging versus perceiving. Um, I am an INFJ. And like all this other stuff, yup, <laughs> done. That's right. Uh, you are very similar, but off by. I am an INFP, mm-hmm. and I always thought I was an INFJ, but I am a. I think I have to change. I have to go back and change that on my uh, little Instagram bio that oh, I did. Oh yeah, yeah. I am an INFP. So same thing, but different. Same, same, but different. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so the I for both of us is introversion versus mm-hmm. extroversion. Mm-hmm. Uh, the N is intuition versus mm-hmm. sensing. Uh, I'm sorry. We're both I and F, right? I and F. F, yeah. feeling versus thinking. So we make mm-hmm. our decisions based on how we feel versus what we're thinking. Um, and then judging versus perceiving. I'm J for judging. You're P for perceiving. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to look up what your INFP is. The INFJ, though, is the advocate, which kind of reminds me of the Enneagram 2, which is the helper. Yeah. Um, And apparently, if you're an INFJ, you approach life with deep thoughtfulness and imagination, inner vision, 
personal values and a quick, oh, I'm sorry, and a quiet principled version of humanism guides them in all things. I was like, whoa, that's beautiful. Um, Apparently it's the rarest personality type. The strengths are creative, insightful, principled, passionate, and altruistic. The weaknesses. (laughs) Here we go. Are sensitive to criticism, reluctant to open up, which we're working through with this podcast. Yes, we are. The Magic Seeker Society. (laughs) (laughs) Pull out your own podcast. Um, Perfectionistic, avoiding the ordinary, and prone to burnout. Um, That prone to burnout, though, I was like, oh, okay, that's accurate. Yep. Yeah, that's brutal. But I I agree with all of it, you know, where I'm like, oh, I would have... like sensitive to criticism i absolutely would have been able to word reluctant to open up Mm -hmm. um avoiding the ordinary i feel like that's something i've done pretty frequently without throughout my life Mm -hmm. but i would have never thought to word it like that so i think with all of these tests for me it's like finding the wording to express who you are when you didn't have it before you oh, know, I love that. Where it's like, I, you're absolutely right, Myers-Briggs. I do try to avoid the ordinary. I would have never thought to word it like that. Yeah. You know? Um, so it's kind of nice. Like, you know yourself, but then someone gives you the right words to be able to describe it. And you're like, oh, I love that. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I love so, that. Um, I'm going to say something. Okay. Say That it. I hate to say to you. Oh, my God. Okay. I know. Prepare yourself. Okay. Because I thought we were both INFJs, I I looked up who famous INFJs are. Okay. Oh, Taylor. Yes. I'm so sorry. That makes so much sense. I'm, yeah. I literally, if you look at my notes, it Taylor's in big letters because I was so excited to tell you that. Because I thought we were both INFJs this whole time. Also, Hillary Duff is on that list. Which oh, we know you're getting all the her. good people. Okay. I, I, I'm going to look up. Um, literally, we sang it at the end of the last episode. Because uh, oh, we both love Hillary Duff. Okay. Okay, I'm ready for INFP. This is exciting. I did not know this about you. I know. I'm so ready. I am the mediator. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can see that. Um, let's see. The INFP personality type is often described as an idealist or mediator personality. People with this kind of personality tend to be introverted, idealistic, creative, and driven by high values. Um, INFPs also have strong interest in making the world a better place. In addition to wanting to gain a greater understanding of themselves and how they fit into the world, they're also interested in how they can best help others. That's so beautiful. That is very beautiful. Um, And very descriptive of who you are. Yes. INFPs place an emphasis on personal feelings and their decisions and their decisions are more influenced by those concerns rather than by objective information. That's very true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, strengths. Here we go. Loyal and devoted, sensitive to feelings, caring and interested in others, works well alone, values close relationships, good at seeing the big, big picture. Yeah. Perfect. Check, 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 check. Check, 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 check. Weaknesses. Uh-oh. <laughs> Can be overly idealistic. Tends to take everything personally. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, difficult to get to know, which 
I agree with too. Yeah. Um, sometimes loses sight of the little things. Yes. And overlooks details. I don't agree with that, but difficult to, to get to know is an interesting one, I feel like. Yeah. Because I feel like, um, I feel like I'm an open book mm-hmm. to certain people. Yep. And I, and I think I'm pretty good at reading people's energies. Mm-hmm. I think I always have been. I think I get that from my mom. Yeah. Um, but if your energy is like a little off, I'll I'll be super friendly to you. Yeah. And nice to you and warm to you, but I'm not gonna just like spill my guts. Yeah. Like I normally would with someone I feel automatically comfortable with. So true. And then like those people who I'm kind to and warm to, they're like, well. You're you're so shy though, like mm-hmm. you know, like they feel like they're not getting to see all of me, which mm-hmm. is true. I think. Yeah, because you're like, mm, no, not for you, not for and you, none for Gretchen Wiener. <laughs> <laughs> I and I feel like I'm very selective with like my relationships. Yeah, you and are friendships in a good way. I I hope in a good way. I think in a good way. Yeah, because I don't. Like I said in, like, this, the first episode or something, like, I don't need a lot of friends to, yeah. like, feel complete. Mm-hmm. Like, I just need people close to me that I can trust and feel comfortable with and have good energy that I vibe with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. I, um, I can definitely see that, especially because you're someone who... Just by looking at you, which I hate the idea of making judgments by looking at someone, but by mm-hmm. looking at, at you, I I feel like people would see you and be like, oh my gosh, fun, bubbly, totally ready to be friends with everybody. <laughs> and you're like, mm-hmm, no. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Um, and that's not to say that you aren't friendly and bubbly and all of that, but yeah, you open up to the people that you've brought in to, yeah. you know into your heart and everyone else you're like no i'm good and i don't want that to be like a turn off to people listening like damn sorry you a bitch but but it just takes time for me to open up i feel like it takes a lot of time and i'm sorry in advance for that to future friendships or relationships well to future friendships and relationships i can say it's absolutely worth it (sighs) you know like it takes it might take a minute but once you're there, you're like, God damn, this is amazing. I Ooh. have said God damn a lot in this episode. It's cozy in here. <laughs> <laughs> God damn. God damn. <laughs> oh, my God. It's warm and amazing in here, and it smells like soft pretzels. <laughs> oh, my God. I hope I'm changing my Instagram bio to that. <laughs> oh, man. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Thank you. Wow. I love that. I had never read the description of INFP. But and I, are you. I think INFPs are rare too. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. <sighs> Miss you, my unicorn. What you can are I say? done. It's literally your emoji <laughs> on my phone <laughs> next to your name. <laughs> um, okay, last one. Last one. I love this one. 
I love it too. So much. Okay, so the last one is love languages, which is another quiz that you guys can take online that's super easy to access. You can take um, all of these online. They're super fun. You should, guys, you should make like a party. Oh like my a, God. Like a personality love language party. Mm-hmm. Pour yourself a glass of whatever you like to drink. Yes. Wine, tequila, tea, coffee, water. Water. Fruit punch. <laughs> Hasi. Oh my God, I forgot about Hasi. Sunny D. <laughs> Ooh, Sunny D. <laughs> Pour Ooh. yourself a glass of whatever you like. Like, sit near the plug with your phone charging. Yep. And just go through all of these quizzes. And I swear it is much more enjoyable than you might think it is. Yeah. And you walk away from it with a little bit of clarity. You're like, I wouldn't have thought to word it like that. Like exactly. I said. Um, but I think that's also why I love the love languages so much. Mm-hmm. Because like what you were saying about the Enneagram, it really does help you see how other people love and how you love. Yeah. So for anyone who might not know, the love languages, this is the simplest description we have of all of them. Mm-hmm. It's fi- It tells you five general ways that romantic partners express and experience love. The five ways are words of affirmation, telling someone that you love them, telling them that they're wonderful, that they're beautiful, all of that. Quality time, which is just spending one-on-one time with that person, doing fun things together. Physical touch, which is obviously a lot of people automatically associate that with sexual intimacy, but it can just be physical intimacy, hugs and Mm -hmm. caresses and things like that. Uh, Acts of service, which is anytime someone helps you with something. Mm -hmm. Um, My favorite examples, or which are so simple, is like you cook dinner and someone else washes the dishes. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, Or you have a really long day and someone goes, don't worry about that. I'll take care of this for you. You know? And the last one is receiving gifts, which is pretty Mm -hmm. self-explanatory. So what's cool is that when you take the quiz, your answer is telling you how you give and you receive love. And it can be different for some people, but my answers are definitely reflective of that. Um, And it's really, really cool because depending upon what it is, you're like, oh, yeah, I do put uh, an importance on that. Mm -hmm. And if someone has a different answer than you... um, Okay, I want to make sure I, I word this correctly. Our answer, you and my, you and me, our answers are very similar. Yeah. Um, but let's say I had someone in my life whose number one love language was receiving gifts. My love number one love language is acts of service. Mm-hmm. So for me, it means a lot when someone helps me with something or does something for me. Mm-hmm. But for them, it's purchasing gifts. But if I'm showing them love by acts of service, sure, they're seeing it and they're acknowledging it, but they're not receiving love the way that is their love language. Right. So it's almost like when the people that are in your life, whether it's romantic or platonic, it's kind of nice to know this because if for that person, the way they feel the most amount of love is receiving gifts, mm-hmm. instead of me going, oh, I'll help you with that, it actually means more to them if I buy them something that they might be interested in. Right. And so having that clarity I feel like you can end up becoming so much more connected with someone because oh you're gosh, like, oh, yeah. I was trying to show you love by telling you I love you every single day. And yeah. they're like, I don't give a fuck if you tell me you love me every day. I want you to take out the garbage. Like, <laughs> you know? And you're like, but what I would love if you told me you love me every day. They're like, okay. Like, so it's, it's again, finding that wording, yeah. you know, that when you can break it down into these five things, you're like, oh, 
Oh, that's what so you want. Makes sense. Yeah. Okay, I didn't realize that because I have a tendency to view love this way. Yeah. Uh, so it's pretty. It's pretty cool when they break it down. So, what are your results again? I am thirty-seven percent acts of service. Mm-hmm. So, just like your first example, mm-hmm. I always cook dinner, and mm-hmm. Harold always washes the dishes. Yeah. And Harold's uh, main one is acts of service too, which is works works out. Yeah, definitely does. Um, and then 27% quality time, and then 17% physical touch, and then 10% of words of affirmation, and 10% receiving gifts. Yeah, I love that. That makes sense, right? It definitely makes sense. Yeah. Physical yeah. touch is a lot higher than I thought it was going to be for you. Really? But now I know. I just got to keep touching you. Keep touching me, girl. <laughs> <laughs> but, this, like, that's a... Yeah, like... Uh, they break it down so clearly. Yeah. That you're like, oh, okay. So and, hugs and, really do mean a lot yeah. to you, you know? And simple, like, they break it down in simple terms, mm-hmm. too, which then you can, like, branch off into deeper absolutely things. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I really, really love that. Uh, especially because, like quality time for someone who has quality time time really high up on their list Mm -hmm. they can then now that they understand the wording of it they can say to their friends their partners whoever hey i'm realizing or i've learned that actually what means the most to me is just sitting on the couch and watching tv with you or going for a walk yeah like that means so much more than you buying me a necklace yeah you know just spending that quality time right um so i'm so glad that this test exists because it really does help you just um find the wording which i know i'm like a broken record with this whole thing but i love it love it i think it's i i i for me i'm always trying to find a clear way to say how i'm feeling or what i'm struggling with and Mm -hmm. these tests kind of break it down really easily i'm like yeah yes thanks for doing the work for me exactly (laughs) um so originally when i took the test a few years ago i was uh 33 percent for three of them, which was words of affirmation, quality time, and acts of service. And then wow. I retook it last night in prep. And I am 37% acts of service. Uh, and then equally 27% quality time and words of affirmation. So those top three are still the same. And then wow. 7% physical touch and 3% receiving gifts. And what's cool is that, like, just because receiving gifts is at the bottom mm-hmm. doesn't mean that when someone gives me a gift, I don't care. Yeah. You know, it's just that what would make me feel loved more yeah. is, like, when I was staying over and you bought me half and half and I started crying. <laughs> like, oh, let me explain. Um, so a few weeks ago, not the last time I slept over, the time before that, yeah, uh, I came to sleep over. I think that was the night we played We We're Not Really Strangers. Yeah. Um, and I... It's like, I don't know how much people who are listening know about me. I, ha- I have a little <laughs> bit of an obsession with beverages. I just like always have, I'm always drinking coffee in the morning. I like it in a very specific way. And then I always have water. So I like always have a water cup with me. And before coming to sleep over, I was already thinking in my head, coffee tomorrow morning. Yay. And then I was like, oh crap, Sarah and Harold drink oat milk. Should I bring half and half? So I have half and half in the morning for my coffee. And I was like, that is wild. Stop that. <laughs> what are you thinking? What are you doing? You can have oat milk, like, you know, but whatever. I'm not going to defend my thought process, but that's what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. 
And then I came over and I was like putting something away in the fridge and I saw on the refrigerator door this tiny little pint of half and half. And no <laughs> one in this house drinks half and half. So I knew it was for me and I started crying. You really did start crying. Because <laughs> I was like, oh my God. You like the fact that you thought of that, the fact that you went and you bought it and you already had it for me. Also the fact that I had been literally thinking about that earlier in the day and you already were thinking about it as well. Um like those thoughtful things, you know, or like the, hey, I know you had a long day today or like, you know, on the first day of work, like anyone who reached out and was like, how was your first day or hope you have a great first day? Like mm-hmm. that stuff just like it means so much more. Yeah. Um, but also gifts are nice. Like, you know, <laughs> like it's, you know, I think sometimes it's like, oh, then you don't care about the other stuff. But no, I feel like any love language is still love you know and i mean you can't always like pick and choose like how someone is going to show love to you Mm -hmm. so this is i feel like this test is like fun for just knowing better for yourself and for your partner whether that be platonic or romantic and like friendships absolutely so it's just fun and you get to know yourself a little better with all of these absolutely and i think that when your answers line up with somebody else oh my gosh it's easy and magical and wonderful but when they don't you then know that person a little bit better totally you know like uh we made Harold take the test <laughs> right before we record this episode. What was his number one? Oh, that's right. Acts of service. Acts of service. And yeah. then his, his second one was words of affirmation. Yeah. And so instantly my mm-hmm. brain was like, file that away because mm-hmm. while I typically am like telling people I love them, like now I know with Harold, like make sure, you know, like remember that, like that means something to him, yeah. you know, like I don't live here. I'm not going to be doing his dishes, you know, <laughs> but like, uh, like there's more opportunities for acts of service from yeah. you, his wife than me, yeah. uh, his other wife. Um, <laughs> but like in that situation, instantly I'm like, oh, okay. So words of affirmation, it's really important to him. So, you know, make sure to remember that and then use it in the future so he can understand that like he's loved totally by me. Um, and that's what's awesome about the love languages is that people can have completely different answers and if you know what those answers are you're like oh i can adjust exactly because i love you and i want to make sure you're feeling love as much as possible so beautiful i love that test i love love. and simple it really is it took me like three minutes yeah it's totally worth it yeah i love it so there you have it there's all of our personality Mm -hmm. shit Hopefully, you know, it's a little bit better now. And I really hope you guys take them. And <clears throat> if you want to share what you are, <gasps> I, I feel like that. we should do that on our Instagram. Like, I'll make a post mm-hmm. that's like, tell us your personality, like mm-hmm. Enneagram, Myers-Briggs, love language, and astrology, astrology sign. Yeah, I would love that. <clears throat> I love hearing what other people are. And I'm like, Me too. do you I agree with that? You yeah. Know? Yeah. That would be a lot of fun. Okay. I hope people take the test just because, you know, we can continue having this conversation. Yeah. And um, if you're like, and if you're in the same as us, let us know that too. That's pretty cool. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I'm sure there's so much 
that we just crammed into this <laughs> yeah. and it was like a little all over, all over the place but it's fine um but i'm sure we'll do like a second part to it oh yeah i could totally see that down or the line. even like focus on like one mm-hmm. for an episode yeah that would be fun yeah i love that idea and thank you for taking all your notes oh you're welcome <laughs> <laughs> i was ready i was like this is you let's are. do this <laughs> I had said to Sarah, I was like, oh, I took notes for the episode. She was like, cool. And then I took out my notebook. She was like, oh, shit. <laughs> you did like, your homework. I was like, I, I was, I'm ready. I'm ready. Because it, it is a lot of tests. Yeah. And I wanted, uh, for anyone who might not know what the test was, to have a little bit of a description. But Love it. Uh, yeah. So hopefully we'll get to hear what everybody else is, too. I know. Have Can't that conversation. Wait. I will definitely post that this it. week. So exciting. Okay. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Hope you had fun listening to us chat. Yes. We love you. We love you. Okay, bye. Bye. (laughs)